Good morning, everyone. I'm R.W. Estella with a word in Edgewise. Today we are graced with the 126th day of 2019, affording us 239 days until 2020. On this day back in 1626, Dutch colonist Peter Minuit organized the purchase of Manhattan Island from the Carnassie Indians of the Lenape for 60 guilders worth of goods. The sale is documented in a letter written by Peter Shagan, a Dutch West India Company official who wrote the directors of the company that Governor Peter Minuit had arranged the purchase, which, according to the Institute for Social History in Amsterdam, would be about $1,100 by today's exchange rate. In 1682 on this date, the Sun King of France, King Louis XIV, moved his court to Versailles. Apropos of spring planting, on the minds of many at the moment, today in 1837, John Deere created the first steel plow. One hundred years later on this day, the German airship, a.k.a. dirigible Hindenburg, exploded in flames over Lakehurst, New Jersey, sending 36 people to their deaths. Today in 1954, at Ifley Road, Oxford, England, Roger Bannister ran a mile in less than four minutes. Three minutes and 59 seconds, to be exact. On this day in 1960, 34th President of the United States and retired World War II General Dwight D. Eisenhower signed the Civil Rights Act of 1960. Today in 1966, the Rolling Stones released Paint It Black in the U.S., Two years later on this day, the protest riots in Paris became a pitched battle between students and troops, with more than a thousand people injured. And in 1994 today, Nelson Mandela and the ANC became the confirmed winners in South Africa's first post-apartheid election. Late last night, tonight, and tomorrow night, just before dawn, the Eta Aquid meteor shower peaks in the eastern sky. Tomorrow evening, right after sunset, our young crescent moon passes just south of Mars in the western sky. Things will be happening fast now. Chives, lilies, and lupins are again the first to make a green show of it in our garden this year proving spring to be reliable for new growth in down east Maine. Soon we'll have buds and then leaves, and more botany than we know what to do with. Songbirds are returning in goodly numbers, if the feeders hanging from my mother's windows at Dirigal Pines are any indicators, and they are eating to beat the band, fueling themselves up for the mating and nesting season that's already underway. We're more than halfway through the whitewater paddling season, too. This past weekend, having brought us the Meduxna Keg Canoe Race in Holton and the Kanduska Extreme Slalom Trials leading to Shopping Cart in Bangor. This past week in Orono, the annual University of Maine, Maine Day, saw great results in the meal packout at the Memorial Gym, where a couple of hundred students and a dozen or so faculty packed thousands of boxed meals that were distributed to nearby food pantries and homeless shelters. Somehow, all of this conjures up notions of the id, the ego, and the superego. For in fact, today is the birthday of Sigmund Freud, who was born in v Vienna in 1856 to Jakob Freud, a wool merchant, and Amelie Natunson Freud. 
Biographer Ed Morrow tells us the couple had seven more children after Sigmund, but he was already his mother's favorite. She was certain he would be a great man and indulged him at expense of his siblings. Freud responded with an unusually strong attachment to her. After being spurned by a girl when he was 16, Freud developed a crush on his mother and didn't show any interest in other women until he was 26. His mother, Amelie, became peculiar as she aged. She refused to understand the inflation that plagued Germany after World War I. She insisted that her daughter, who spent her life caring for Amelie, was wasting money when she couldn't buy goods at pre-war prices. Freud and his brothers had to slip their sister money to pay Amelie's bills. Amelie also thought she was much younger appearing than her years. At 90, she refused the gift of a shawl because she thought it would make her look old. At 95, she complained that a newspaper photo of her was a bad reproduction, saying, it makes me look a hundred. Today is also the birthday of Robert Perry in 1856, of Rudolph Valentino in 1895, of Orson Welles in 1915, and of Willie Mays in 1931. From Orono, Maine, I'm R.W. Estella with a word in edgewise. Here's to a great day.